Yo, I for real heard you got married to a golden retriever human hybrid. Is that true? Like my grandma used to say, anything goes in the pod. This is Nothing Gained. Nothing Ventured. With Allison and Virgil. Welcome, 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 broadcasting live from our pod to yours. We are in the middle of quarantine. Isn't that right, Allison? That is absolutely correct, and it is a glorious quarantine. It's the most beautiful quarantine anyone could ever know. And what is this, day six of the quarantine? This is day six of the quarantine. What the fuck? Uh, I have currently trained a German shepherd to drive a car to be able to go to the store to pick up all of my necessities. Uh, I just sent him out this morning. He's a really good boy. He uses his... I've trained him to... Pick is, it, up on is it Barnett? It's Barnett. Uh, I've trained Barnett to pick up on the scent of toilet paper. Uh, and so he knows where all the hotspots are. Yeah, we did that with our cats, too. Cats can't catch coronavirus. It's a good thing your cats can't catch coronavirus, uh, because you'd probably be dead by now. Yeah. Um, I mean, we don't really know, though. I mean, tomorrow, breaking news, CNN could be... All cats. All cats have coronavirus. Calling You're going to have to take them out back and shoot them. I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, that's really... I that's mean, we're, we're heading toward that level of dark where we're having to fucking kill our animals. I was going to say livestock. Cats aren't livestock. I'm never <laughs> eating cat. I'll just fucking die. Oh, my God. That's where I draw the line. Is that where you... Oh, that's where you draw the line. Well, mm-hmm. that's good. Yeah. Uh, Breaking news also, it seems that politicians are bewildered to find out that most Americans don't have a room full of treasure in their house, like Scrooge McDuck. Yeah, $10,000 worth of savings, right, is what what the average uh, Gen X or millennial is supposed to have to sustain themselves. Yeah, uh, come on, Allison, you don't have at least two to three months worth of rent just saved up at any given time? I do, actually, in a, in a little box. We oh, keep you? under the bed, we have oh. thousands and thousands. Is it labeled coronavirus phone? <clears throat> it's actually in a manila envelope. Oh, it's yeah. in a manila envelope. We planned ahead for pandemics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I keep mine in a snakeskin briefcase. Yep. Uh, well, that's good, too. Yeah, it's diamond encrusted. No one's going to touch that. That's no, so ugly. Nobody would even look at it. No, so, no. I mean, I think we're ready. Uh, um, you and I were talking the other day about other pandemics, epidemics, and wondering if they got the same kind of play. Yeah. And uh, one of the ones I was thinking about was TB. You know, we talk a lot about our grandma. Um, this would have been our grandma's parents' generation. There was crazy TB outbreaks in cities. Yeah. And actually, my my real, not our fake grandma that we talk about on the show, my real grandma, my mom's mom, her mother died of TB. Holy shit. Um, when she was seven. And, and what they did, though, was they would hang a sign on the door of the house where the person had TB, basically telling everybody to stay the fuck away from that house, <laughs> and then just wait for the person to die. Oh my God, like the old biblical, like... Yeah, a, the mark. Put a mark a, on the door. Yeah, and it was like that, but only a mark on the door saying, don't visit this person, <laughs> don't treat this person, because they got TB, and we don't oh. know what the fuck to do about it. Hey, at least if you didn't, if you were an introvert in that time, and you didn't want anybody to bother you, just put a TB sign on the door. Shit, I'm going to put a TB sign on the door. <laughs> <laughs> not that anybody's been bothering me. No, shh. Yeah. Nobody's bothering anyone right now. No, not I mean, at all. Just you, Virgil. 
Yep, just me. You're you just know, the only one bothering me. Folks, we do this for you. Uh, you know, this podcast is for the people, and we know that you can't get out of your houses. So, uh, like an idiot, I'm going over to a woman's house who has a compromised immune system from stage four. Metastatic breast, breast cancer. cancer. Uh, one of our sponsors, as always. And, uh, you know, I do uh, it for all of you. Yeah, but but the CDC didn't say that, you know, neighbors can't visit, right? They said keep it under 10 people. Under This is definitely this under is 10 un, people. This is way under 10 people. Mm, this is like eight people under 10 people. I, I don't think we've ever had 10 people in our house. I, I don't. At the same time. You know what, time. to be honest, to be real, I don't even really know 10 people very well. So That I could invite over of a Thursday afternoon? No. Yeah, no, not at no, all. No. I did notice, and I'm not the only one who noticed this. Maybe you noticed it too, Virgil. The president is now aggressively insisting on calling this the Chinese virus. The Chinese virus? Dude, why are you fucking doing that? Oh my God, bro. (laughs) It's like, uh, can you be more overtly nationalistic? But who is he pandering to right now with the Chinese virus? Oh, you know exactly who he's pandering to. Are there people in this moment in history who are still clinging on to their fucking xenophobia, racism? Oh, oh. Yeah, maybe even more strongly, I suppose, if you think about it from a sociological. Yeah. Oh, are you the sociologist here? Oh, my goodness. I, I may not have as many degrees as you, Virgil. But I've got twice the smarts. Oh, that's a bold claim. That's a bold claim. You're making bold claims during this virus, and I don't know. Bold times? Call for bold claims. That's what my grandma used to say. So today, on the agenda, we just kind of wanted to talk about the most notable pandemic of them all, the plague uh, the bubonic plague, black plague. The bubonic plague. plague, the black plague, the the all-star of plagues, the legend of plagues, the the LeBron James, of you will. Oh my God, for sure. Of plagues. I mean, Michael Jordan of plagues, I would say. And I know a little bit about this particular plague, a little bit more than the maybe the average bear, because 10 years ago when I had stage two breast cancer stage two I stage two give it up for stage two y'all um yeah that was (laughs) if only I'd known um but I had just accidentally read a book it's a work of um historical nonfiction called the year of wonders and it's about this town in England it's based on a true story that walled itself off from the other towns around it during the Black Plague. I read about this. Oh my God, it's such a fucking good book. But anyway, that set me in this rabbit hole because I I read this novel and I was thinking, oh, this situation is infinitely worse than what I'm going through right now. And so it was comforting. So I started reading like these really arduous academic texts about the the Black Plague. And, you know, aside from it being interesting because the symptoms were so gross, like right now, coronavirus knockwood hasn't morphed to be like gross symptoms but the black plague was like leprosy plus ebola plus stomach flu like all of the grossest things that you can have disease wise were yeah. all black plague shout out to ebola i mean you know uh, ebola is getting eclipsed yo it's getting eclipsed. <laughs> it gave its best run in what 2015 2016 yeah a comeback 
made a comeback. It tried to get on to the starting room floor, but you know what? It got benched, uh, and it's staying benched and uh, because coronavirus is the real star here, COVID-19. While we're building Ebola up, I just want to say to Ebola, if you're listening, you're good where you're at. I mean, we we don't need you right now on a pandemic you know scale. Uh, we've moved on. Ebola, you had your chance. And now we've moved on to bigger and better things. That's right, like coronavirus. But in any case, the, the Black Plague actually started in China. I was, I was just, I just read that last night as I was doing research for this. And I was like, fucking poor China. Jesus. Um... Yeah, poor China is right. But I I was going to say I doubt anyone back then was calling it the Chinese virus because oh. people back then didn't know how viruses worked. For all they knew, it was like the witch who lives next door to me's yeah. virus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because she, she wasn't married. She didn't have kids. She was a Ch- witch. Chinese ghosts have infected the bloodstream of but the world. this is how dumb people were back then. They didn't even know, like... That I mean, they could. There, the, the people who lived did not know it came from China. They were, they didn't even know it came from rats. They didn't know it was contagious. Like if you fucked somebody who had it, you were probably gonna get it too. And they were just carrying on with their lives. <laughs> can you can you imagine? You're like, you're like hitting on this girl or guy, and you're like, ooh. and she's got like open sores. Yeah, you're all like, over. ooh, those those. You're really Stinky. showing off with those open sores all over your body. I think we should leave this tavern and head back to my place. And then you'd wonder why, like, a week later you're, you know, fucking dying on your bed with a guy in a bird mask. (laughs) Fucking. Can you imagine a doctor, like, in in a visit coming into the exam room and they're wearing a mask that's full of, like, potpourri because the smell of you is so awful. Because your (laughs) body, you're just... You're sitting on one of those sterile benches with the weird paper mache on it. Oh, fuck. And you're like, uh, yeah, doctor, excuse me, um, my ear fell off this morning, and I was just wondering if that was a symptom of whatever's going on around us. Right, the witch virus. Yeah, and, and that kind of segues into one of the more interesting aspects of the plague that I was reading about, and maybe you can elaborate on this a little bit more, but... Come to find out, uh, the famous clairvoyant, just like our grandmother, uh, Nostradamus actually got his rise to fame uh, during the plague because he was a self-proclaimed plague expert and plague doctor who, uh, surprisingly, get this, brought forth the revolutionary idea that maybe people were getting the plague because they were so fucking disgusting and living like slobs. And so he said to himself, you know, maybe we shouldn't poop and drink the water that we pooped in. He was like the Anthony Fauci of, our, of, of his time, of the late 13th century. No, no. Because that's basically what Anthony Fauci, he's so tired. He comes on. He's like, Jesus oh. fucking Christ. He's like, wash your goddamn wash hands. Wash your fucking hands. All right. I'm tired of dealing with this. Wash your fucking hands. And then he has to field all these dumbass questions like, <laughs> you know, I, I, after a walk, I licked the bottom of my boot. And, and for some reason, I don't feel so good. I, yeah. Do I have coronavirus? No, you fucking idiot. But you probably got like a 50 million other viruses. 
Yeah. Jesus Nostradamus Christ. was like that for the Yo. the people suffering from the plague. And Bitches, take a bath. Fucking take a Don't bath. Don't drink poop water. Well, and, and that was what they said in the article about Nostradamus was that um, in the midst of the plague epidemic, people instinctually stopped bathing. They just stopped. That was like their instinct. They're like... Well, I dare say there's some sort of haberdashery going on around here. I dare say I'll not dip my body in warm water anymore. It's so weird. Like, <laughs> I guess to be fair, they were not accustomed to hygiene, so they were like, well, this whole hygiene thing is rather new. Well, and it'd be unpleasant back then, I suppose. They didn't have, like, hot showers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was like a it's bucket like in your yard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'd dread it even as an adult. Yeah. You cool. imagine getting kids to do that? Like, oh, my how God. how kids are about baths, and they're nice now. You got bubbles, and they're warm right. you got your toys yeah you Back didn't even have hot like, water you had to like middle of february come in the yard they barely daddy's got the bucket ready <laughs> daddy has the plague bucket ready now let's <laughs> dip your feet in there oh. shit they barely had fire at that time so i doubt they i doubt they had like warm water and shit no but it said in the article that at the time nostradamus was a teenager can you imagine a teenage boy Nostradamus in the middle of the plague? Like, Mom and Dad, get out of my room. I'm trying to figure out why people's body parts are falling off. God. It's very like a teenager to notice that adults are gross. Yeah. You know? That's like, like the favorite thing. Yeah. You motherfuckers, I don't even want to touch you. <laughs> gross. Can you imagine having a teenage Nostradamus around the house, though? Like, That'd be annoying. Predicting your future all the time. Oh, my God. And like writing it down. Shut about- up. Nostradamus's predictions were so dumb and vague. So vague. I mean, like that was that was what you know, that was what he was good at. He was good at being intentionally obtuse. And nobody predicts shit, people. No, just I mean, you gotta accept it. The universe is random, doesn't predict anything, doesn't care about you. Nostradamus was just an early conspiracy. Well, not even conspiracy. He he was like the. The origin of conspiracy theories. You know what he was, is he was a walking human horoscope. He was just basically like, I'll say some vague things that apply to most people, and they'll think I'm predicting the future. (laughs) Right, (laughs) right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He, You know, if he had lived at a different time, he would have been fucking writing fortune cookie fortunes. (laughs) That was like his main job. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for that insight. Well, speaking of insight, should we uh, get to our... To the main... The, the thing we're all here for. We need to know what's going on in the pod, from the pod. So let's go ahead and get this started. All right, here we go. The music in the show is weird. It's terrible. Well, all these reality shows and movies, the movies, the music is terrible, but this is particular. Oh, Kelly and Kenny. Kenny and Kelly. Kenny and Kelly. They're so fucking boring. Like, they're the kind of couple who, like, if you went for dinner at their house, nothing would be seasoned. Oh, just, just. And they'd serve I, milk with I, the uh, dinner. I oh. baked you some chicken breasts uh, with <laughs> I no boiled some. Boil, boil. Nice boiled. I boiled you some chicken breast in wa- lukewarm water. 
Like, I'm going to serve it with some iceberg. Oh, some iceberg lettuce. Mm-hmm. This podcast is brought to you by Iceberg Lettuce. Do you like eating water in physical form? Uh, then get you some iceberg lettuce. And I bet it's one thing that Safeway's not sold out of. Oh, oh I bet you it, know. I bet it is. I mean, uh, with all the people true. buying white bread, I'm sure they're buying uh, iceberg, iceberg to go with their white bread. Yeah. <laughs> That's make, what we're going to eat during the, pan- <laughs> the pandemic. We've, iceberg and white bread sandwiches. Hey, we've so we can tell up. our kids. We've, we've, we've moved on from shoes. I think we're not eating turkey skin shoes anymore. They don't make them anymore. We no. looked on Etsy. Yeah. We an looked eBay. on Etsy. <laughs> there was an Etsy shop called Depression Shoes. Mmm, delicious. But, they uh, had bad reviews. Yeah, they had really bad reviews. A couple people got sick. That's what you get for eating undercooked shoes. So we're going to do, yeah, white bread and iceberg sandwiches. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I had to eat white bread and iceberg every day. White bread and iceberg. <laughs> we call Whiteberg. We call them the Titanic. There'll be some diner catering to our generation that serves Whiteberg. <laughs> Whiteberg. <laughs> that resort is fucking oh. sweet as hell. Yeah, look at how brightly colored it is. Oh, I want to be at that resort. There it is, Barnett. There's Barnett. Looks oh. like Barnett got some. Yeah, you let Bar- you let Barnett just sleep on the bed like that. Usually I put a bed beside the bed so that you can sleep on it. <laughs> right, one on the floor. Yeah, you don't want them tracking stuff all through the bed. <laughs> Who wears a choker yeah, in 2020? Oh, I think they're coming back. Are they coming back? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Why is it scary that she had her hands by her chest when she was sleeping? <laughs> You were sleeping on your side. It was so scary. It was the weirdest. You were making only, breathing sounds. It was really scary. I can only sleep on my stomach. It's hard for us dogs to sleep on our back. True, <laughs> dogs don't sleep on their back. <laughs> they're all exhausted and letting us know, meaning yeah. they had sex last they're, night. Yeah, they're so tired because of all the sexing they were doing with each other's bodies. I wonder if coronavirus exists at this resort. Well, I'm sure coronavirus was around when they were taping this. All these, maybe that's going to be the conclusion of the show. Oh Everybody my God, they has corona. The epi- they started the epidemic. <laughs> Didn't start in China. Yeah, Trump's going to have to start calling, well, he, he would love to call it the Mexican virus. <laughs> oh, I bet he would. He wishes. It Turns out the way, the way coronavirus really started was Barnett didn't get all of his shots at birth. It's a mutated He wasn't parvo up to gene. date. Yeah. <laughs> it's a mutated parvo. Oh my god. He fell in love with me exactly the way that So I now had. they're showing Damien carrying Giannina around to prove This is so ableist. Like what do us people with cerebral palsy? Yeah, right. We, we can't just be carrying around people like that. No, you can't. You know what? Don't throw it in our faces, okay? Bastard. Getting racial again. Yeah, she's... <laughs> I don't think she's ever going to let it go. She's going to have her... She's going to be at the altar having her priest like, uh, Do you, Lauren, take this white man? Look at this place. Oh, my God. I want to like go Pablo there. Escobar's compound. No shit. And to think Nick Lachey built it by hand. <laughs> my God. The hey. work that man put in. Oh, my God. That man must... 
be putting in some serious work. He believes in the show. He really does. He wants the couple. You know what he really believes in is a paycheck, and he, he hasn't does been getting work in, in a long time. No, it's so. been a minute since it he is. had that show. I think with, with uh, uh, Jessica, Jessica Simpson. Simpson, the one where she's like tuna's not. Fish chicken? What? What is it? <laughs> That's right, the tuna fish chicken. I was like oh. to wake up to somebody telling me what their pet peeves <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, Shut Jessica up! Was like, not even you know, up. Being short is one of my pet peeves, but with you, it's fine or whatever. She is so far away from him in the bed right now, too. It's like and she's sh- keeping his body distance away from him in the bed. They're missing the pods. They're they're waxing <laughs> hey. nostalgic about the pods. Hey. She really misses the pod. She does. She she's liked like, the pod. She's like, back in the pod, I just couldn't tell how short Mark was, so I really liked it, but now we're in real life. Can't go back to the pod, like Grandma used to say. Hey. One pod left is a pod never returned, is what she said. Yeah, that is say. what she said. Beautiful, poetic. I like how they're opening this with all the shots of empty bottles of booze. <laughs> and you know Diamond and Carlton had to get pretty fucking drunk to be able to stand each other. Oh, oh my God. They're not even in bed She's together. They're not even in bed together. So they're both hungover and angry. And angry already. Like, fuck. Oh, oh that's the hat you wanted hat. to find. Yeah, that's the hat that I wanted. Uh, look. If the directors of this show are still listening to this podcast, as I know you are, please send me that hat via mail. Can you imagine having a wedding plan during this? <laughs> you have to yeah, cut the guest yeah, list down to ten. Just Eight, ten. actually, because you and your spouse. Yeah, and then you've got to get, like, the... Oh, yeah, the... The officiant. Yep. And all that stuff. So you, can, you have to whittle it down to five people. You'd, it probably, you'd probably have to do the <laughs> wedding on TikTok. <laughs> TikTok. Oh, my God. What is it with these people in massages? Why is that such a big deal to everybody? I mean, they're nice, but, like, the getting so excited, like, they're going to go skydiving or some shit. You're just going to lay on a table and I've, get a back rub. Uh, I've never done this before, uh, and so you're telling me someone just touches your body repeatedly uh, mm-hmm. in a non-sexual manner? Yeah, for a lot of money. Oh my god, that was the biggest... Yeah, <laughs> so that is the official sound of Damien. Fuck it. I don't believe in luck, but I'm the luckiest person ever. So I'm something I don't believe in. She just exceeds any expectation I have. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, if corporate Kelly, speak. If Kelly exceeds your expectations, your expectations were low. Ten plus. Ten plus. Like a fifteen. <laughs> like a fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> like a fifteen. Like a fifteen. Which is more than Which ten. Which is five more than ten. I've done the math. I wonder if, like, on standardized tests, anything that's above fifteen and kids are pretty confident, they just write ten plus. Ten plus. <laughs> And if it's anything over 10, I guess no, the answer right. No wonder our fucking math scores are so low. <laughs> 10 Anything, any answer above 10. It's kids, like a 15. <laughs> yeah, kids plus. are just putting like a 15. 
What is seven times six? It's uh, like ten a, plus. It's like ten plus, almost <laughs> like a fifteen. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, is Barnett a vegan? That's a weird That's thing a for weird a dog. Thing for a dog to be, yeah. I've never met many vegan dogs. <laughs> I've never met a vegan dog in my life. And now you have. I've never met a dog with commitment issues. Normally they just like find their master and just are unconditionally loving. That is true. I love how like when you're sitting down, Mark, I can't tell how small you really are. What is he wearing? I have no idea. It's like a crocheted <laughs> A crocheted <vest>. life jacket? <laughs> a crocheted life jacket. That's what we're going to be reduced to in this pandemic. Yeah, crocheted yeah, life jackets. Yeah, you're going to you're gonna have to jump off your cruise ship in a crocheted <laughs> life jacket. You're going to have to start making your own life jackets out here. She's not into him. Hi, Fred. Fred, what's up, bub? We have a cat named Fred. It's not a, another person. Yeah. Well, don't say that. Barnett will feel bad. Yeah, pets are people, too. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go, the age the thing. The age thing. Like, Look, when you're 34 and you've survived polio and tuberculosis. You know things. You know things. Yeah, you guys really sound like you're not worried I was about gonna other say, people's opinions. Yeah. The man doth protest too much. Yeah. I'm your biggest cheerleader, but I'm like an older cheerleader that went back to college later in life. And much, much later. Much, much later. And is just in trying to In my golden years. I'm very excited to be here. She's like that. Have you, did you ever watch that show Strangers with Candy? Oh my God, I loved that show. <laughs> She's like the... Jerry Blank. She, she, yeah. <laughs> Where are the yeah. drunken brawls that I was promised? I know, for real. You know... I, this, did they like take their liquor away? I have... Yeah, I, I guess. Bro, if this was the real world... Uh, hot tubs. Reality, yeah, tequila. hot tubs. Somebody would have already gotten their eye socket broken by now. The good thing she didn't get teamed up with Barnett. Oh, yeah. Well, no wonder she didn't get teamed up with Barnett. She's like, I just for a period of time thought men were all dogs. Then I realized it was just Barnett, and all I needed to do was just avoid Barnett. Oh, she does not sound excited for him to meet her parents. What? What? Her parents have never met any of her boyfriends, and this is going to be her first, and she's never dated a white guy before? Yeah, this sounds like a to recipe this. for disaster. I didn't know how to tell you this earlier, but uh, my dad is Minister Louis Farrakhan from the <laughs> Nation of Islam. So. That would make the show a lot more interesting yeah, for would. me. And you could also bring that in, like, you know, well, it'd be harder to do, but gay couples. Yeah. And one person is like the child of Mike Pence. <laughs> Mike Pence is the host of the show. Hello, welcome to the show about love. Everyone loves. I do not look at women. My wife is woman. I look at wife. 
Yeah, she's not a woman. She's his wife. She's my wife. She's, she's Mother Pence. She's Mother Pence. Oh, God, that so <laughs> makes my skin crawl that a man would refer to his wife as mother. 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 Hello, mother. <clears throat> You've never had this type of foundation? Because you guys... I want to know what she's drinking. It looks good. Yeah. I can't believe Diamond's never had this type of foundation in a relationship because this foundation does not seem very strong. No, it does not. <laughs> what? Then why were you flipping out about it? Yeah, if your bisexuality's never been an issue, then why was it an issue now? Ooh, Diamond's already picking up on it. Diamond's on the case. She's like, you know what? None of this shit makes any fucking sense. If you don't make any fucking sense, I'm out of here. You guys, just call it quits. Bro, they are fighting so much. (laughs) There's no way you guys are fighting like this now. When you're in this, like, paradise resort. Imagine what your relationship is going to be like when you're working a 9-to-5 job again. Ugh. But they won't be because pandemics have. Uh, oh, they're on the right. cusp they're of the. Pa- they're going to be at home. Go straight into quarantine. Go straight back into her, into the pod. From the pod to the pod. Oh, she's using air quotes. Now her hands are getting real aggressive. Boy, she's. Ooh, ooh, you know, he's putting a hand in her face. Carlton. Oh. Carlton. Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Talking shit about her wig now. Oh, well, what a, I mean, what a, what a surprise. surprise. You, yes. you didn't know them after five days in a pod together? Whoever made the soundtrack for this, this should be fired. That was a great line of music. Your bad love is trouble. Oh. Wow. Really? Well, Ooh. I never saw that coming. Oh, my God. What good lyrics. Is that Freddie Mercury? <laughs> Elton John. <laughs> oh, they're joining up. Keely and Kenny. It's like, holy shit, there's no pods anywhere. <laughs> holy shit, another person on this show is oh. also on this show. Oh my god. Vanessa Lachey. Oh, Nick married after Jessica Simpson. Oh, there was life after tuna. <laughs> there's life after tuna, like my grandma used to say. Giannina's like, I have a feeling I'm going to have to cut someone. Jessica's like, well, Mark's going to do everything he can to prove to me that even though he's basically an Oompa Loompa, he deserves my love. So, whatever that looks like. Mark's going to be her caretaker. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah, now the alcohol's free-flowing. I'm sure it'll turn everything more rational. I'm sure it will. I'm sure everybody will start to get along even better. Well, good thing Diamond and Carlton are out there. This shit would turn real toxic. <laughs> what? What? what, what, what Ken- Kenny's like, well, now that I've gotten a look at Giannina, her personality was garbage, but her body and face... Like, those are the sorts of things that you would never say if you hadn't been drinking. Like, in front of your fiancé about another woman. Well, she should model, that's for sure. Yeah. Like. Mark is a tiny smaller than I am. Lauren! Lauren's like, Mark was small. Very small. 
um, short, compact. Um, he seemed much larger in the pod. Yeah, his voice was deceptively large for how, bo- how, how small his body is. I and picture Barnett would have this like long flowing golden hair all over his body, and that he would bark in a very douchey way, and that he would go around stealing other people's glasses of wine. And you'd have to smack him on the nose with a newspaper. I weirdly think a lot of these girls are disappointed they didn't end up with Barnett. Uh, yeah, I think they are all very. And, and they are all There is glad. something about a golden retriever, though. There really is. It just warms a girl's heart. They might know? be dumb and hyper and destructive, but, but they're cute. What? They're very cute. Boy, everybody's upset that they didn't get Barnett, and nobody is upset that they didn't get Mark. <laughs> oh, no, the golden retriever pulled his back out. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah. You need one of those doggy wheelchairs. <laughs> Yeah, you can't have a golden retriever. <laughs> you to pull yourself around yeah. in your front arms. You're yeah, she's going to have to pick you up front and put paws. you on the bed. Kitty just said he couldn't go for a run after sex with Kelly. Bro, what see the a doctor fuck? immediately. Yeah, seriously. See a doctor immediately. That's, that's not how it works. You got the metaphors mixed up, my guy. Oh my god. My senior citizen body just That didn't even happen to me when I got diagnosed with stage four cancer. My body gave out. My, body. my life flashed before my eyes. My body collapsed in Barnett on must Ooh. have some incredible Ooh, look. Ooh, she's oh. hugging him up. He's drinking why does he have to have a tinier glass than everyone else? <laughs> Did you notice gave that? Mark a tinier glass. They're like, we've got glasses for tenure, human beings. The regular wine glasses look a little too large for your tiny man hands. Shit. Mark and Barnett are going to have to fight to the death. <laughs> yeah. They're going to have to have a like duel. A, like a chihuahua going against a golden retriever. That would spice this show up. Yeah. Like an oldie, Someone? tiny duel. Oh, yeah. Like ten paces at high noon. Yeah. I think that's with guns, though. I was oh. talking about swords, but... Oh, okay. But either way, we can do something it, that's more, you know, old, old Western. Plague style. And that was another episode. That episode seemed quick. Uh, so to recap, Mark is small. Uh, very small. Jessica's still old. Jessica's As very dirt. old. Uh, Carlton and Diamond are... Going nowhere. Shockingly didn't make it. Yeah, what a... <laughs> wow. Uh, they seemed like they had such a good start. From like, day one. Screaming at each other from day one. Once they were out of the pod. Now, they, like I said, that they are kind of um, ant- antithetical to the rule our grandma set up, which yeah. was, you know, trouble, trouble in the, the pod, pod trouble, trouble down, down the road. road. But they didn't have trouble in the pod. No trouble in the pod. I should have asked her, you know? You know what? What happens if you have no trouble in the pod, but you have trouble down the road? If there are any pod psychiatrists listening to this, uh, chime in, comment in the comment section below on YouTube as to what you think is really going on. Yeah, how can you have trouble in... In real life. In real life, but not in the pod. But no trouble in the pod. It just... It it, it It defies everything we know about pod love. Yeah. So, well, that's been another episode of Love is Blind. Uh, 
I feel really bad for Mark. Uh, he is not the star of this show, that's no. for sure. No. Uh, but Barnett, boy, everybody's favorite golden retriever is just making waves. But if Mark euthanizes Barnett... <laughs> He hey, would quickly become the star of a show. You know he would steal the whole fucking show. Uh, what, you know what? I bet you Mark is going to sneak in late at night. Give put, him a shot. Put Barnett in a cage and take him to the vet. Have him spayed. Have him tell him he's going to get spayed. Yeah. He can get neutered, but really he's getting he's put down. He's just getting euthanized. Yeah. Mm. Had to put Barnett he's down. A, oh, dang. He, we gave Barnett he, to a farm. We, yeah, yeah, we took Barnett to the farm upstate. He's fine. He now. loves it. He's running he's, around. He's running around. He's <laughs> making friends. He's getting his nose into everything. Barnett. Barnett. But yeah, well, we're still here with you folks, coming live from our own pot uh, in the middle of quarantine. And I, we plan to keep doing it unless the CD sa- CDC says that you can only be a party of one. You know, in the meantime. Don't go outside. No. Don't live outside. No. Have money saved up, I guess. Have stockpiles of toilet paper. Yeah. And uh, as always, stay safe. Stay happy. Drink water. Drink water. Especially if you're in Flagstaff, getting some Mm, of the finest. Delicious. Yep. Tasty tap water. Yep. That's right. All right, folks. That's been... Nothing gained. Nothing ventured. With Allison. And Virgil. Night-night. Bye.